Standby. Hello, this is Penn Jillette. The possibility exists that if I were to actually listen to the lackadaisical Librocubicularist podcast featuring host Jordan Maywood, I would potentially enjoy it. A ringing endorsement. Potentially enjoy this episode, which will start after the other half of my magical comedy duo, Teller, gives us a countdown. Take it away, Teller. Hello, welcome to the LibroCube. My name is Jordan Maywood, and I am the Lackadaisical LibroCubicalist. Today, my friends, it's Harp Video Games Day. Shit. I have a feeling that the thing that I put in my trunk is bouncing around. No, it is not a dead hooker, uh, but it's making a lot of noise in my ears, which I presume is transferring to your ears because I am recording the sounds. Unfortunately, not just the sounds of my voice, but the sounds that are happening in the car, like bumps, which there are quite a few, at least at the start of my drive. That'll die down. And then the thing in my trunk that's bouncing around. Not trunk, but rear area, because I don't have a trunk, because it's how you say a hatchback. Oh boy, you probably didn't need to know any of that, but I feel I had to ex- felt, feel, felt, feel that I had to explain the noises of bouncing things. I'll tell you what. I will give anyone a thousand dollars if they can guess what is bouncing around. That would be like a little game. A game with no rules. Not a video game like we're going to discuss in this Video Games Day episode. Yeah, way to bring it around. Nice segue back into the LibroCube. Did I say my name's Jordan Maywood and I'm the Lackadaisical LibroCube? You can listen to this a Thursday Video Games Day episode. Did I say all of that? Did I say that there will be spoilers? Uh, I hope I did, because there will be spoilers. Did I say that um, if you like what you hear, the only payment I ask is a million dollars. No, that is ridiculous. The only payment I ask is perhaps you pass the podcast on to a friend. Perhaps you rate, subscribe, and comment within iTunes, as that will help the podcast grow and flourish to become larger than the sum of its parts. Uh, if you do want to give me the million dollars, that will help pay off that thousand dollars that I have to give away if someone guesses what's bouncing around back there. Mm. All of that said, will of course take us into our last piece of podcast-related business, which is today's sponsor, which is the PS69, aka the Play Sex Station 69. Once again, today's sponsor is the PS9, otherwise known as the Play Sextation 69. Yeah, getting real down and dirty. That's my uh, old dirty man voice, I, I think we'll call that. Yeah, really playing that PlayStation and playing the shit out of that PS69. <laughs> ah, sickening, sickening. Okay, so today I have a video game and a new goddamn console. <laughs> uh, the first, we're going to start talking uh, Remember Me, which, if you have a PlayStation 3, 
you got for free if you are a PlayStation Plus member. Uh, and then we'll move in uh, probably closer to when I get home, talk a little bit about the PlayStation 4 that I now own. Yay! Uh, if you Actually, if you listened to my last Video Games Day episode, you will know uh, I spent that talk and drive home with it sitting in the car seat next to me. So, hey, you can scratch that off your list. It's not a PlayStation 4 rumbling around behind me. There you go. You're welcome. Hint number one. I think right off the bat with this game, I should specify that I don't think I was in the right sort of headspace to play this game. And I think the potential exists that if I had played it at another time in my life, I may have enjoyed it more than I did. That being said, unprofessional rating I'm going to give at the top of the art talk, rather than at the end, that a professional would do. And I'm going to give it only like a 2, a 2 out of 5. I, I kind of didn't have fun. And let me explain before you yell at me. Even if you do yell, I can't hear, so might as well save your voice. Uh, I came into this game after playing several games such as this, feelingly, not necessarily accurately, but feelingly, uh, in a row, back to back to back to back. It feels like every friggin' game I come across has the same feel as this, and uh, I kind of couldn't take it anymore. I needed something different, so that is refle reflected in the rating. Uh, I'm talking, and the only ones I can sort of think off the top of my head now are Binary don Domain, which if you listen to my talk, you know I didn't much care for that, although I kind of did have fun, because I think that was the first in a series of games that I've played like this. Then there was Crisis 3, and then this. <laughs> for some reason, I, I think I'm forgetting one as well. Anyways, games where it's sci-fi, and you're going up against an evil corporation, and uh, first first or third person shooter, uh, and just so very, very the same feeling that I couldn't get into this game. There were some cool ideas into it, some cool ideas in it, rather, that I think if I had to sort of played this, say, even when it came out, let's say, or say four months ago, I think I would have given it a higher mark and would have been able to complete it and work my way through it, which I did not do, I will admit. It's just that sort of feeling of, I've done this before, and I don't want to do it right now, kind of took over my very soul. And I don't believe in souls because I'm an atheist, but still, yeah, but still. It takes place in the far distant, presumably kind of science fiction, possibly post-apocalyptic-y, maybe, but maybe not. As the title indicates, it uh, involves sort of memory stuff I've written here. Uh, and that's that's where I think this game does shine, is it moves into territory that I don't think I've ever seen before. And I always sort of tout video games when they try new things. It may not necessarily be amazing the entire game through, but from what I did play of it, there was definitely some interest. And that is your character, who has the ability to, may not be 100% accurate, but I will say, go into people's brains and then change and mess with their memories. Very, very cool idea. So uh, I think the first example, and one of the only ones I witnessed, because I, as I mentioned, I didn't play this game for its entire length, was uh, this girl sort of jumps out of nowhere and attacks me. And I'm like, what the fuck? 
And then somehow, some way, I end up going into her brain and causing her to misremember things in such a way that caused her to then like me and be like, oh, yeah, I'm here to help you. we got to stop this evil corporation. Goddamn evil corporations. What is with them in science fiction? There's got to be better ways to go about developing a science fiction story that I suppose doesn't need a bad guy. Even that. I've just gotten so used to science fiction with quote-unquote bad guys that uh, maybe there's ways to tell a story without a bad guy and still have it be interesting and pull you in. It's things like that that we need to think more of, please. The the fighting in this game is, is not bad. It's a little, a little, but not as good. Batman, Arkham Asylum, you can kind of build your combos in a... You'll sort of go to your pause menu and then build different combos. Uh, yeah, it's an interesting idea. I don't know how well it worked for me, but there was a, a section where I was sort of following a guy's memories. So that this dude had sort of traversed this large area that was very difficult to traverse. You know, booby traps, robots in your way, cameras, what have you, locked doors various things like that. So he had done that and remembered how to do it. So along the way, along this route, you would sort of access his memories and then see how to do it yourself. So uh, kind of a cool idea. No, I I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. So that's the sort of thing I do appreciate. Uh, Another comparison I think I would make, and maybe it's no surprise that the game I played previous to this was Tomb Raider. Uh, and this definitely had some of that feel to it. You are a, uh, your character, I don't even know her name, but uh, is a her. So maybe that's where some of the similarity comes in. And a bit of a badass, but has to be sneaky and climb around a lot. So, yeah, very similar in some regards. Just as far as sort of uh, traversing the world. Got a, a bit of a Tomb Raider vibe. My last note here is uh, I didn't have another binary domain or crisis, or game like this in me at this juncture, two and a half. Uh, okay, so I did give it a two and a half, and I suppose some of the things I have said will up my thought process a little bit as far as the market, as far as the rating I'm going to give it. I don't like giving halves, but uh, I feel bad just to give it a two, because uh, I think there is some good gameplay, and then, and in another time, and another place, we could have been beautiful together, but uh, not as of yet. Apologies to remember me. I will not, in fact, remember you. Okay, so uh, let's move into a little PS4 talk. Uh, I've only had maybe an hour and change with the system, but so far what I've seen I have thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, I think what I'm most impressed by, and this comes from, I think, setting up computer-related things like, well, my laptop, a home sort of network system with with networked uh, hard drives and uh, things like that, you come to expect a little difficulty when setting these sorts of things up. So, pleasantly surprised when I plugged it in and it worked immediately. Wow! <laughs> That's one thing that friggin' consoles have way better than PCs is that sort of plug-and-play. Now, I I do admit the setting up of PCs and networks and things like that, uh, when it goes well, you do have a sort of sense of accomplishment that you did a good job and there's some work involved, and even that work can be fun. 
But uh, when it does go wrong, it's one of the most frustrating things. And I'm not an expert by any means. I'm maybe better than some Joe Blow walking down the street who's never touched a computer. That guy, I'm better than him. But uh, you know what I'm saying. I spent my first little bit basically just setting the system up. Not uh, I haven't played a single game on it yet. I don't really play games during the week anyways, so going to wait till this weekend and start with a Thief. Going to play me some Thief. I think that'll get me out of the evil corporation sci-fi funk that I feel like I'm in right now. The uh, the setting up also kind of fun. Some interesting things I've never set up before, like the camera with with its uh, facial recognition. I did go into the oh, what do they call it? I did write down what it's called. The 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 area where you can kind of play with the camera and play with the little robots that shoot out and kind of uh, <laughs> if if you've never done it before, you're like shoot robots out of the camera. What the fuck is this guy on? Did I mention I was on mushrooms while I was setting it up? Oh, I didn't mention that. Yeah, totally on shrooms. No, uh, I, I did opt to get the uh, the PS camera, whatever they call it. So uh, when you're in the, whatever they call it, the Play Store, not store, oh god, I wish I had written it down. The camera play area, let's call it the camera play area. You could, uh, you'll see yourself on screen, and then out of your, uh, your controller, you can kind of uh, shoot little robots out that, that will then be kind of walking around around you on screen, uh, I, I should perhaps specify that in real life, the, they're not actually any robots. They're just on screen. So that that's kind of a bit of a letdown. I assumed that I would get a bunch of robot minions in real life, but no, it's all just happening on the screen. Curious, I think most of the hang, of the PlayStation controller itself, it's close enough to the current one that I don't think I'm going to have too many troubles, but there are a few differences, and after having so very many years and thousands, I'm saying this correctly, thousands, thousands of hours with the PlayStation 3 controller, I hope I'm not too much in the PS3 mindset to get used to the PS4. Uh, I'm sure I'll be fine. I'm sure I'll be fine. It, it's definitely comfortable. It's got a good weight to it. It's the slight changing of buttons and additional buttons that have me a little, oh man, how am I going to get used to this? I'm sure I will. I'm sure I will. In fact, on my PlayStation 3, the, I think I'm on my third controller uh, because I like wore down the nubs on the first one and then decided that I should have two so I could always have one charging. Uh, I've done the same with PlayStation 4. I got two, so I could always have one charging. That seems to be a good a good investment. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, set up my Netflix, logged into PlayStation. A little disappointed with the PlayStation Plus area of the store on the PS4, just because it doesn't really seem to exist so much. <laughs> so hopefully that'll change. I, I, I To be 100% Amish with you, I think the reason that it doesn't exist is because there's not enough games to open up that section of the store. So uh, with time, that'll change. And all in all, very excited and hopeful looking towards the future. Oh, in fact, you know what? Yesterday, saw some videos uh, on the YouTubes, primarily from a good my buddy, my pal, friend of the podcast, although he's unaware of its very existence, Mr. Adam Sessler over at Revision 3. 
go over and check out his videos on uh, the possibility of, in the next year or so, PlayStation 4 will have its own virtual reality headset. He, there was even pictures of it and stuff. So that's pretty cool to, to think about down the line. Hopefully it's not crazy expensive. That's what I worry about that. Anyways, folks, a little bit of a different video games day here. Talked a little bit of a game, a little bit of a system, a little bit into the internet in the future. Hey, why not? We can do what we want in this liberal cube. It's our liberal cube. It is. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, I suppose all of that said, we'll take us into our last piece of podcast. Huh? What? And that is for me to say that it is nice to be nice to the nice. Thank you for listening. We here in the Liberal Cube would love to hear from you. If for any reason you would like to contact us, you can do so via the email address. Mailwood.jordan at gmail.com And now I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. Something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway Wait till our lips have met Wait till you see that sunshine day You ain't seen nothing yet The best is yet to come and be Won't it be fine? The best is yet to come, come the day you're mine Live long and prosper.